Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. Everybody, it is 106 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by your title sponsor, Digitex. They wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Hugh Porter and Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software, have been the title sponsor on this show for the last eight seasons. You can reach us uh, on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. A reminder, the patio open uh, all ages from 11 until 11 with the largest big screen in the city of Edmonton. Uh, great drink and food specials uh, each day. And when the province gets back up and at them, River Cree will get back up and fully at them as well. And you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, providing winning results for over 35 years. Quickly, just before we go to Mark Spector, I want to squeeze one in. Um... This texter says, the only thing that uh, Winnipeg has going for them is Burton Cummings. Oh, it's, uh, is that from Cletus? First of all, I love the fact that he's going by Cletus. That's that's just, is that was that Gunsmoke? Was that where it, that's from? Uh, well, I you know, they had more things going for him in the last series than, than Edmonton did, as it ultimately uh, turned out. You can tweet us at Oilers now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan. With two E's, Escott with two T's at Brendan Escott is, uh, we will tell you, the guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Now open for uh, takeout orders, full details at jbevinton.ca. We head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing back uh, Friday and Sundays at Century Mile. Uh, currently no fan access, but you can watch and wager online at hbibet.com post time. 6 p.m. Uh, 6:15 p.m. Mark Spector joins us. Spec, how are you doing? Gunsmoke was Festus. Bob. It was Festus. Festus and not Cletus. Okay, there you go. Festus. Remember he had that limp. He was like the deputy, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I was. Was it? Was it? Was it Matt Dillon? Who's the? Yeah, who, I think no. Matt Dillon was the guy, wasn't he? Yeah, I was yeah. Way before our time. I was we were kids when that show was finished. But it yeah. was Festus, not Cletus. Cletus now, was the Simpsons, as I recall. Yeah. Now, okay. Do you have? Uh, do you have a specific show? Uh, from the because you and me are of the roughly of the same vintage, uh, we're in our mid fifties. Do you have a specific show that was a, a favorite? I, I mean, one day we did an entire show on the Flintstones, but do, do you have a show yes, that we did? Look, when you think back of it, you think, yeah, it was a pretty interesting show, and turned out to be maybe a lot more interesting stuff was going on behind the scenes on that show than maybe we thought. Yeah, well, that describes Gilligan's Island. If you ever read the stuff about Ginger. But, but, you know, the show I used to watch that no one else watched that never went anywhere, but I watched it as a kid. Uh, I always watched The Plan of the Apes, man. Not the, I watched all the movies, but there was an actual series. And I watched that series as a kid, every single show, and I don't think anyone else did, Bob. Now, how much advanced <laughs> analytics went into that at that time, Spec? <laughs> hey, come on. You can't, you know, you can only get, you can never get enough of, uh, Cornelius and his wife. What was her name? 
I, okay. I, I, it's your show. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you a couple. Let uh, the Brady Vera, Bunch. I believe it was Vera. Okay, uh, Brady Bunch. And yeah. speaking was was Vera also the name of a character in Bewitched? Uh, my daughter would know this. Uh, yeah, we all watched that. Bobby, you're going way back here. Our, our listeners are like, get these two old fogies off the air. Old guys off the air. No kidding. There was lots of stuff going on behind the scenes on Bewitched as well. And, and pretty much, obviously, Anna. <laughs> I remember when March ended up on one of those roasts. Oh, it was just brutal. It was awful. One of those celebrity roasts where you could, at that time, be really politically incorrect and insensitive. Yes. And, yeah, those now, were good back in the day. Yes, they were quite funny. All right, uh, Spec, let's get it back on the rails here. Focused on hockey. Come on, we got to get serious. Uh, <laughs> I, I was completely comfortable. I thought it'd be minimum three for Mark Scheifele. He ultimately got a four-game suspension your thoughts yeah i i think that what you want to see is a suspension that gets us away from i don't even want to call it a narrative because frankly it's been true the old the the players department of player safety never goes hard enough i mean they're not going 10 or 12 games here in the playoffs sorry i think we can say that the department of player safety handed out as elliot outlined in the last segment you know historically very tough sentence here they didn't just give him a game. So I'm happy to see that. I'm happy to see the player safety department uh, get some teeth, Bob. Yep. Is that fair to say? I think it's nice to see. Yeah, no, and I was I was comfortable with it. And look, Shifley's a good player. And, you know, that play 30 years ago, nobody would have really looked at. But, uh, well, actually, it would have led to multiple players dropping the flippers and going. Now, you and me yeah. have not we, right. we have, we have not spoken since the Maple Leafs. Have we, no, yes, we have spoken since the Leafs lost to, uh, to Montreal because they lost. Uh, you did the Tuesday show. Uh, it, it shows you how quickly things can change in the playoffs, right? DeMello gets hurt in the first shift of the game. And then now Shifley's suspended for four games, and the Canadians got the jump in game one. Winnipeg's in a little bit of trouble here. Do you not agree, Mark? Oh, for sure. I mean, this is how your depth gets tested. They're not so deep on defense. You know, I'm not sure if they're running Veselainen in there or what they're doing, but uh, they're certainly d- deep up front. But Shifley's their best player, you know. So, yeah, you're going to have guys that can, that can fill into the lineup, but it's a huge, you lose your best player, you lose your trigger man on the power play off that you know, the left side, offside wing for him. Uh, it's um, it's a, I'm not going to say it's a death blow because we've all seen a lot of examples in the playoffs of teams that can overcome this, but this is the whole meat of the series here. They're down one nothing. He's not coming back till game six if they can get that far. So this is a big one for sure. Uh, and you know what? Shifley will have to, you know, this is Shifley making a bad decision. It's, it's, not, it's not like last year when, Kachuk injured Shifley in a goofy play, and you thought, man, poor Shifley, that's bad luck. This isn't bad luck, Bob, right? This is Shifley, the leader of your team, your best player, making a poor decision and paying the piper here. We had Elliot on in the last uh, segment and discussed sort of the parameters, like what would the Leafs target to it? Like, And he does not think Seth Jones would be on that radar screen. Uh, Elliot is of the belief the owners are re-signing uh, Larson. I'm, you know, I I could see something like that happening even potentially within the next week to two, getting that done well in advance. I mean, some people say, well, they should have a you know a, a, a backdoor deal in place where they don't protect Larson and then anybody signs, you know, opening day of uh, free agency. I think it's going to get done before that. But the question I have for you is, have you heard anything at all about Seth Jones? Yeah, he, he, Edmonton's name's coming up around 
you know, the Seth Jones debate. So fair, right? I, I think if I'm Ken Hall and I'm making a phone call and asking what uh, what Columbus is looking for here. But, you know, when I think about their situation, Bob, they're in trouble in Columbus, right? They've got this string of guys who have left town on them. They've got something going on inside that hockey team, inside that dress group, that's, that's causing their best players not to want to play there. You know, and now they've got Liney there, and he had the worst year of his career, and we're sort of wondering what's happening there too. So uh, if you ask me, Bob, the Oilers could make, you know, let's just say for fun, who wouldn't want Seth Jones on your blue line, by the way? I mean, you have him and Nurse on separate pairings. That's your top four. The, the third pairing might not even have to play. Um, but I'm saying to you, Bob, that the Oilers don't have right now players to give back. If Columbus was looking for tomorrow, looking for draft picks and prospects, I think the Oilers could make a deal. If they're looking for guys right this second, because if I'm Columbus and I'm trying to sell tickets and i got a bunch of guys leaving town, I can't take a pocket full of tomorrow draft picks, prospects, guys who haven't played. I need a bunch of right now for Seth Jones. So I don't think the Oilers are in that conversation. Okay. And I guess it comes to this, Bob. If, if, if I'll put you in Yarmo Kekalainen's shoes. If you're talking to Ken Holland, uh, what are you asking for from the Oilers? And does it start with Broberg or Bouchard? And I'm not doing that. Sorry, I'm not. Would you? Well, if you're not, put it this way, if you're not willing to trade one of Broberg or Bouchard, then then say, thanks, Yarmo, i got to go. We can't even have this conversation. Seth Jones is an annual in the in the top six Norris pool here, right? He's a Norris Trophy candidate now. Mark, Every, I know he's had a couple of lousy years. I get it. He's a really, really, really good player. He's better than yeah. Darnell Nurse. How about that? Uh, he wasn't this past year. Okay, but for the majority of his career, he has been. Well, and Mark, the other factor Big is here. I mean, you could make an argument. Could they sign Nurse and Jones to the same deal? Could they get both guys... Yeah priced at eight can you do that i mean well, can you do that toronto's got 40 million dollars tied up in four forwards yeah. the winners have got 21 million dollars tied up in the two best scores in the league the last two years okay. and then could you could you spend 16 million on a pair of d let's just say you got eight and eight let's say okay. you did eight eight times eight for darnell and eight times five for okay for jones sure. um you know um just for fun, I, let's use those numbers. I think you might be I able think high, you, I, I think you have to explore it, but I think you would have to give uh, – I, I I would be very reluctant to move Bouchard and Broberg. And, and, and people are going to – they're going to say, are you, I'm going to tell you right now, I think if Bouchard put, – put it this way, if Bouchard ends up being the guy in the power play next year, because my guess is Barry's going to be able to sign for more money elsewhere. If yep. Bouchard ends up running the Oilers' power play, I could see him being – and I'm serious about this, a 40 to 50 point season uh, player next season. That's how much confidence I have in his abilities. Well, that's good. But I guess what I'd say to you is you know, the orders are, are, I think after this season, we're into sort of win now territory. No, no, they're starting next season. Starting next season, they're in win now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. So we agree on that. So I'm not saying that means you foolishly give away all your future to win next season. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying if you can turn a Howells Bouchard 2021 maybe 21 next season. Uh, he's 20, he's, he's 21 turning, now. He's 21 now. He'll be 22 next season, Mark. Okay. If I could turn a 22-year-old who's just about to basically embark on his NHL career, we're both in agreement he's going to be a full-time NHLer next year. It's just still going to be called his rookie season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 
if I could trade him for a guy like Seth Jones, who's a Norris Trophy candidate annually and in his prime at the age 27, uh, I'll do that in a heartbeat in terms of uh, going from Bouchard, who's not going to be as good as he's going to be for about four or five years, to getting Seth Jones, who is as good as he's going to be. And frankly, if I told you right now that Bouchard could be as good as Seth Jones, you'd take it in a heartbeat. I mean, that's how good Seth Jones is. The Chiseler has the player. Uh, voice from a past, the Chisler has texted the show. Uh, Mark Spector, Zira, Z, uh, Z, yes, Z, I, Zira. Yes, Zira was, was Cornelius's wife. My personal favorite was Dr. Zace. Is it Z A I U S? Dr. Zayas. I watched them all. And then he adds, please tell Spector that, uh, Jones has, uh, hasn't been better than Darnell Nurse over the last two seasons. So. Yeah, well, listen. I mean, that's a debate, and let's let's wait till the pubs are open, and we'll sit down and we'll debate it all night long. But my point is, you're basically getting another Darnell Nurse. Look how important one of them was for you this year. What if you had two—a lefty and a righty? Yeah. You know, I, listen. Let's stop this for a second, and I want to say I don't think the Oilers are going to get this deal. I don't. Nor do I. Oilers, Nor do I. Nor I do think I. Columbus wants right now players for Seth Jones. I don't think the Oilers have the right now to give up. They got to give up some tomorrow. Randy, and I don't think they're going to be in this thing. Yeah, Randy says, Bob, uh, Ethan Bear, Dmitry Samarukov, and this year's first for Seth Jones. Does that get it done? I, I think you need to. It's got to be more than that. Yep. I just, I, I just want to say that. No, uh, and B says, Bob Darnell all day over uh, Caleb, or sorry, over Seth Jones. More depth on the right side. Anyways, there it is. Uh, that one comes to us for B. You can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Anything on Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Mark? Well, um, you know what I'm thinking about Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Just talking to some people and, and being around a little bit. I think if 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 any page, I heard your conversation with Elliot, and I know that you you're of the mind that there was certainly a deal to be had earlier that didn't quite get done. Um, I think that. If I'm certainly my experience with agents with guys like Nugent Hopkins, the season's over. They've had 12 months almost to make a uh, deal here with the Edmonton Oilers to negotiate to go back yeah. and forth. I suspect that the Oilers are will be looked at as, frankly, they're they're really one of 31 teams in terms of making offers now. I think that most agents would would have closed the door by now on, hey, let's go back and forth and hammer out a deal together. I think it's up to the Oilers to make an offer, and it's up to the Nugent Hopkins camp to say. We like this offer, or we're going to market. I think we've probably gone from step one to step two. Step three is when they say, see you later, Edmonton. We're going out into the league. I don't think they're there yet by any means. But I suspect that, listen, they've had how many months, Bob, for Holland and uh, Rick Follette, the agent, to, you know, to sit down and cordially make a deal here. They haven't done it. So I think that Ken Holland has to come up with a number and lay it down on the table. And if it's the number, it's the number. And if it's not, you know, he's going to be looking for two left wingers, not one. My my guess, Mark, is if Nugent, and I'm at 50-50 whether or not this gets done, okay? Like I'm at 95-plus, you know, 90-plus on Adam Larson getting done. Yeah. But I'm at 50-50 with Nuge. If the number gets done, my guess is the Oilers aren't going to be 100% happy with it, and the Nuge camp with Rick Vallette and Octagon won't be 100% happy. 
happy with it. And the fans that believe that this is a player that gets sub 525 money, unless we're talking on an eight-year extension, they're going to yeah. be they're going to be disappointed too. Because I, I think there's think a you're going from six to sub 5.25. Five. Well, that's I, not going to happen. I, I'm with you. So I, I think there's a sweet spot in this deal, and it's one that's got. A, you know what? Like because I do I, I do think there would be like Columbus. Let's circle back to Columbus. I think Columbus, they just lost Max Domi for the first six months. They need a center. Like, he's out the next six months, so he's going to miss the first couple months of the season next year. They need a center. They've asked about Nugent Hopkins in the past. We both know that. He would make sense there. Uh, they got a guy in Patrick Laine who's a shooter. They're trying to play Roslovic as a center. Like, they've got some challenges down the middle. Columbus would be a team. Would Seattle be interested in Nugent Hopkins? So to the defense of the camp there, Spec, for for Octagon and Rick Vallette and Ryan, there would be, he would have, even though he didn't kill it, even strength scoring, three primary even strength assists all season. The reality is there would be teams interested in him out in the marketplace. Oh, for sure, Bob. There's no. I don't think anyone thinks that Ryan Nugent Hopkins is going to have a you know, relatively easy time finding a job this year. The the question marks are, are these: Is he going to find a, a job with a team that gives him, you know, after ten years of banging his head against the wall here at Edmonton, he's finally on a team that, given some right moves, you know, might be a cup contender here soon. Is he going to find that team? Right, he's just played ten years in the league without a chance of winning a cup in any of the years. Frankly, if you go to Seattle, you're extending that by another five or six years, probably. If you go to Columbus, is Columbus ever going to win, Bob? You know, I don't. Yeah. Doesn't look like it. So that to me is the, the Ryan Nugent. Am I just going somewhere for money and term, or am I trying to win something here? Are there winning teams, top clubs that are contending that could bring you a cup that are going to come give you the same money you're going to get in Edmonton? That I'm not sure of, Bob. Mark, a final text. I'm going to get you to, because then I'm going to ask you about a different player than the text was suggesting. On the Ashley Fine Floors text line, uh, Bob and Mark, with the cap situation in Tampa, is uh, is there any way the Oilers can get Braden Point? We both know cool. the answer. No, they're not. There's no chance Tampa Bay is moving. You got a better chance at, at Coleman or Goodrow. Yeah, well, they're both UFAs, but I'm going to give you like yeah. they're going to they're going to have to move, you know, a Clorn out or potentially Palat, or beg somebody to take an asset with Tyler Johnson. So the question I have for you is, would you have interest in Alex Kalorn? Um, Yeah, I would. I mean, it's, it's always about, I don't even know offhand what he's making, for one. So uh, he's, in, he's, in the fi- he's in the fives. Right, so he's in the fives. So listen, the orders are light on top six wingers that's for sure and this is a guy that's come from a good program and he's been a good player when the games get i am i I am incorrect he's making 4.45 million he's got three years left he's got a he's got a uh, limited no trade he can submit 16 teams to a no trade list uh i would i would suggest you that if alex clorn played here given what patrick maroon did in edmonton he scored 27 goals one year I think that Clorn and Clorn had a pretty good year this year. He's a good player. He had 26 goals marked last year in 68 games. He yeah. would be a, he'd probably be a 25-goal scorer if he was on uh, McDavid's line. 
So okay, you know, and he, you know, what I think about Killorn as well is you notice him. Obviously, we get to now see Tampa play in a lot of big games, tough playoff hockey where it's hard to produce, and he's a guy that's that gets in there and produces. He's a guy that he's in the hard places. You know, I think what we're learning here again in Edmonton is it's one thing to be a good regular season player slash team, and it's quite another to do it in the postseason. And you are getting a guy who does it in the postseason. So I don't mind that part about him. Well, Mark, sometimes the narrative can change. In 1819, when he just had one goal and Tampa Bay got swept in four straight by Columbus, people well, were they were questioning some of Tampa's players at that time. Sure they were. Sure they were. Absolutely then they won the they cup the next year and everything changed, right? Mark, well, yeah, Julian yeah, Breesbois stuck with his lineup the same way Dubas sounds like he's going to stick with his lineup. So I guess let's see if Dubas can get done what uh, Breesbois did. Awesome stuff. Speck, have a great weekend. We'll talk on Tuesday, okay? All right, Bobby, have a good weekend. That is Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. And we want to remind you that live thoroughbred racing is back Fridays and Sundays at Century Mile. No fan access at this time, but you can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Post time is 6.15. Uh, we'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Jujar Kara is a restricted free agent. Um, I could see him returning here. Yep, absolutely. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Richford in Wetaskiwin is committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you're not using enough or payments or interest rates that are too high or a vehicle that you might want to sell or refinance or trade in for something different, go visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and a gang at Brent Ridge Ford. You can reach them at 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Jack Michaels is uh, coming up. He's going to talk about the awesome uh, penalty that was called in overtime in the uh, Vegas-Colorado game in Game 2. Marc-Andre Fleury, Carey Price, uh, and the situation with the Winnipeg Jets and also the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the comparable that, uh, was it Bill Burr that made a comparable that said that the Leafs fans have suffered um, along the same lines as the Cleveland Browns? We'll have to hit on that as well. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.